Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to the Flog Cabin. There's blokes with jokes. Anything could happen except for mutual masturbation. That's not the kind of flog we mean. You got a thing? I got a thing, but I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put a whole lot of faith in it. Okay. Well, the other one um, that I would like in, in future, because sort of like you were saying, like you guys feel terrible all the time, mm. and then I just talked about the thing like not being able to accept praise. Yeah. Yes. I think we should call that soft cock corner. <laughs> <laughs> I like soft cock corner a lot. Soft cock corner. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, I got a little soft cock corner for you. Yeah, it's, it's a like, very. <laughs> yeah, let the blood out of those dicks. Let's talk. It's <laughs> less of a less of a corner, more of an arc. <laughs> Wait, what? Someone just talks about something dead and meaningful and then the other two mock them. Is that, <laughs> no, no, no. That's usually how it goes. You introduce it as soft cock corner yeah. and then we all know that it's like, hey, I'm being vulnerable. Yeah. And then, and then we can and then be we vulnerable because <laughs> we've already caught ourselves a soft cock. Yeah, that's good. Dude, that was like one of the... Like, this is maybe the hardest I laughed on tour in like the UK. Like I, I did a... Like after the tour, I went to visit my dad in France. Because like, I talked about France but the other time. Yeah, so we're there. We're hanging out with his mate. And his mate was like, he's like, oh, you're a comedian. We went to a comedy show. And it's like two of these people, like him and his wife, I think like he's got a, he's got a boat, you know? And he's like, yeah, we went to see Hannah Gadsby. And I'm like, well, this is not going to go well. <laughs> you know, that's enough information. 70-year-old 70, 70 man with boat, Hannah Gadsby, he's not going to like it. Yep. And, and then he's there and he's like, it was just no, she just kept ragging on blokes the whole time. And I'm like, man, if you'd read any of the press, <laughs> you would have found it, you know? And then he was it's like, "It's not a secret, right?" No, yeah. I, think, I think she'd be quite <laughs> what happy. The hell? I'd be quite happy with that assessment of her, of her work. And like, no, it was just so funny because um, he was like, "Yeah, I was there." And we left. We actually left like halfway through. And I'm like, "Fair enough." His name's Conger, by the way. Works. Conger. Conger. Yeah. Is Conger a nickname? No, nah, it's like his, yeah, his nickname. Yeah, like I don't know what his full name is. So I'm not going <laughs> to shame him uh, on him. Not even he knows. No, <laughs> nobody. She how, doesn't know. How do you spell that? Is it Conger? I, I thought it was like K O N G A. Konga. Konga, yeah, classic. And is it related to? Uh, is it is his last name Kong? I I don't know, man. I don't. I just know him as Konga. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go on his boat, all right? Like, <laughs> what are we doing here? But no, it was just really funny because like this, like Mary and I used to talk about it. He like was talking about the show and how he's like, yeah, like, it wasn't for me, but I was just there and I was like watching blokes with their misses and like the misses are laughing and then the bloke would be laughing and I was just there looking at them being like soft cock, soft cock, soft cock, fraud. <laughs> So good. Yeah, probably not wrong. <laughs> no, at that time. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway. If my missus dragged me along to a show and I knew nothing about it and I hated it, I still would want to get laid later, right? So you'd be like, <laughs> you'd be laughing. <laughs> you'd be laughing as best you could. Soft cock now, hard cock later. <laughs> <laughs> it's a down payment on cock. <laughs> In four easy cocks of nineteen ninety five. What's the payment? What what do you what do you think is the reason why you don't like to relinquish control and and <laughs> Are we entering <laughs> soft cock corner this year? <laughs> yeah. We might be. New segment on the pod. Whatever. <laughs> what's going on in your head? Uh, what's, what do you mean what's going on in my head with the control stuff? Yeah. 
I mean, I just, uh, it's definitely, and this is fucking, this is proper softcock corner, this. <laughs> I definitely get it from my dad. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is absolutely just inherited genetically. But like, it's just that thing where it's like, no, no, that's not how, that's not exactly how I'd do it. And explaining to you how I'd do it would take longer than me just doing it. So I'll just do it. Sure. You know, that. It's, it's, it's inefficient business practices, I think. <laughs> I mean, I, I had to do that all the time when I ran PR agencies, right? But that's the point. You got you bring on juniors to the team and it can be frustrating having to teach these people how to do stuff when you're like, oh, this will take me two seconds to do. Yeah. But the dream is at one time they will figure it out and then that's a huge piece of your work off your off your pile, right? Yeah. I mean, like the, the thing is, like it, it obviously implies this sense of that I'm doing everything so correctly. <laughs> <laughs> how could anybody else? Yeah. How could anybody else post this thing to Instagram like me? Welcome to episode one of Soft Cock Corner. This week, Dan thinks he's better at everything than everyone. Thanks for being vulnerable, Dan. Hey, I don't accept praise well. Like, you know, it's just like you. You're saying like tonight you have to do a gig and you don't want to do it. Mm. And I'm like, then pull out, baby. And you're like, I can't, I can't yet. I haven't done my time. And I'm like, oh, mate, you wait. Feels fucking good. Dude, this yeah. Edinburgh, all I did was pull out a show. Like, all day, yeah. My my favorite interaction this entire Edinburgh was this guy being like, I've got a late night show if you want to come on. And then I just kind of went there. And he like started laughing. And he's like, you're on like a list of mine where people who genuinely recoil at the <laughs> offer of a spot. <laughs> he's like, oh, fuck off. No, thanks. Do, do, yeah, usually when you were, so wait, were you just rejecting the offer or you were accepting the offer and then pulling out? Um, I'd accepted a bunch before I got over there yeah. and then I pulled out of most of them. And then when you pulled out, did you give any, any reason or just? I'm, I'm, I'm tired. Out. Yeah. Okay. I'm tired. I'm not trying to do, I'm trying to do as few spots as possible. Is that okay? And everyone's like, yeah. I, th I think at that level, like, you know, everyone's kind of like, yeah, cool. There's someone else. Yeah. And like, I'm always like, hey, if you cannot find someone and are desperate, I will fulfill my obligations kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, like I would appreciate it if you did not force me to do that. That's reasonable. Yeah. What do you think about gong shows? Mate, I had this idea last year, Vittorio Angeloni, who just put a special out, by the way. Go watch Vittorio's special. Very funny comedian from Northern Ireland. Um, I had this idea for a gong show because, like, the UK loves gong shows. Mm. Like, that's, like, a staple of the UK comedy circuit. We don't really have any here. Do we, in Perth, do we have one? There's one there's in one Melbourne. In yeah. There's one, there's one, there's one in Melbourne, one in Melbourne. yeah. Oh, is that, like, Luca was running that? Yeah, yeah. It's at yeah. Um, Dirty Secrets or whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for, for those, oh. for, for anyone just unfamiliar with a gong show, yeah. you generally, you get a set amount of time where you're safe. Like, you know, it's a five-minute set. Say there's, like, two minutes where you just get a safe period and then there's three audience members with a gong or, like, or sometimes a comedian on stage, sometimes audience members with a card to flash up. And, you know, if they decide that you're done, then you're done. And the idea is to last the full five minutes. So I was like, little little clarification. That's cool. What a gong might be. There's, yeah. the, there's the king gong at the comedy store in the UK, which is the main one, where there's no uh, safe, safe period. Yeah. So wow. there's a great story Fuck. about that, about this guy who came down uh, and he, like, he walks out on stage and he's like, yeah, I'm from Glasgow. It took me nine hours to drive down. I'm so excited to be here. Gong, gong, gong. Out. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Dude, but English people are so funny. Like, this, <laughs> this is why English people are like, you know what I mean? There's just not that level of cruelty yeah. in Australia where it's like, this is so fucking mean, yeah. but it is the funniest thing can we can right do. Yeah. So we're going to do it. <laughs> He'd set himself up for it. Is Absolutely. There, do you reckon, is there any happy ending to that story? Is it how it ends? That's how it ends. Oh, it's, yeah. I've, I've never, and that's Kevin Bridges. No, like, it's just some, just some guy. I don't know who. I don't know who it was. Um, I'd love to know if they're still going. It's so fucking funny though. Um, but yeah, so there's like all those gongs in the UK. And my idea with Vittorio was to do. It was it was called the long gong. Mm. Well, like the idea of a gong is just to make your time, right? And then like whoever makes their time out of them, the audience chooses the winner. That tends to be how it works. In the comedy store, it's to get a spot on the weekends. Like that's how they use it as mm. like a kind of audition. Um, but I thought the long gong would be you get to leave if you're funny. <laughs> you got to stay on until you get to laugh? Yeah. And if you're not funny, then the audience is like, nah, still, still have made me laugh. And you just have to keep going and going and going until you get something. <laughs> 
Fuck. That doesn't sound sick. Because you'd have to have like if you knew it, you were going to be in trouble, you'd have to have something good up your up your sleeve. You'd have to not lead with your best stuff. Well, no, these these are gong acts, bro. Like they don't have much time oh, generally, shit. so it's just them just floundering. <laughs> like they're just like, fuck. What can I do to get out? Like I just need something <laughs> to get these guys to find something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you think that the audience, because they know that's the format, will also be like like psychologically inclined to not laugh? Well, there's a, there's definitely a thing in the UK because I, I did the blackout, which is one of the gongs there. Won it, not a big deal. But like I did it, and I also lost it another time. But yeah, <laughs> I did win it the second time. But when you say can you, but not like first and last in terms of won and lost. Is that when you when you say lost, you mean? Oh, you just I just didn't make did, it. The didn't five. win. Yeah, it was. Oh, that was so grim. I remember that. That was like after one of my first Edinburghs, and it was just silence. Just in the room, it was just so rough, and I was like, oh, gonged off, and I'm like, yeah, fair enough. Um, but no, so like. What, sorry, what, what we we got lost? Oh, I was Long gong audiences not laughing. Yeah, sorry, in, in the UK, like, they make a thing where it's like, I know that you want to, like, be cruel. Right. Like, actually raise the thing. If you don't like it, you got it. Like, that's part of the show. Like, yep. the MCs, like, egg them on yep. to kind of do that. Whereas I think in Australia, people would be quite polite. Yeah. I think you'd have to really kind of amp them up. Mm. To be like, nah, it's, it's your role. Like, it's your job. Like, this is a competition. Mm. Yeah, you're, you're the umpire. That cunt's not funny. Fucking tell him. Yeah, put the card up. Yeah, I mean, fuck. <laughs> Can you imagine the long yeah. gone? Yeah, I'm trying to picture it right now. Yeah, it would be tough if you immediately not funny. Yeah, from the start, from the get go, even your first opening joke, no laughs. Yeah. Hundred percent, and then it continues on, and then it's your eight minutes in, and, and what you're not going to have anything. Like it's, tr- it's only going to be going downhill trying further. Trying impressions you don't know whether you can do or not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Physical oh, comedy, shit. isn't it amazing? <laughs> <laughs> You've crowd worked every member of the audience, yeah. waiting for a career you can make funny. <laughs> you're just like, and you're just like at the end, just like, please, just somebody laugh. Yeah, like, laugh. It's not going well. And the audience like, this is just sad. Yeah, yeah I can just imagine someone sweating, making horrible admissions about themselves. You know, like yeah, I never should, this was a bad idea. I shouldn't have been doing this at all. Like, why? You know, I'm a yeah, just having a breakdown. Like, Actually, that's pretty funny. <laughs> I don't know. I've always thought it's such a sick idea. Just like, no, you've got to stay on stage. And it's like, what do you mean? It's like you must stay on until they laugh. And you're like, oh, <laughs> got nothing. Yeah, the long gong. Would you guys do a gong? You guys would do a gong. I'd like to do a gong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's where I was playing around. If I ever was involved in doing a room, I. I would also like to experiment with the format. I don't know if it's gong or or a million other or a panel on on stage or mm. or anything, but I just think I'd like to do something more fun than just another stand up room. Yeah, I mean, because we hate that, don't we? <laughs> well, As stand up just... comedians, there's nothing I hate more than going on stage and doing some jokes <laughs> to a paying audience who are listening. It's I want fucking to, shit. I'd like to spin a wheel of some kind. <laughs> I'd like to eat a chili pepper. I want to do anything but the art form I've dedicated my life to. Dude, I still, like, I remember early doors, like, you know, I do these festivals and they'd always be like, you know, comedy boot camp or like some shit where it's like, <laughs> we put these comedians through a challenge. And I'm like, the challenge is them being funny. Like, <laughs> we all suck. We're like shit comedians. That's why we're doing this dumb concept show in the first place. Yeah. And you're making it hot. Like, I can't get laughs when everything's right. You know? Like, <laughs> True. Why Fair. are you inserting obstacles into this? I remember I do that with like headphones in. Like, you know, you just can't mm. hear yourself. And you're like, well, this will help. You talked about doing a silent, like silent disco style comedy thing, right? Wasn't that like oh, a... one of the all time bombs? Yeah. Oh my god, that might be. Is that my last like just proper like fucking like world destroying? If it was the long gong, I'd still be going. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? What was the That's format for a silent disco? Um, it's this thing at Melbourne Comedy Festival. It's called Silent Comedy. And they have the silent disco headphones because it's seen, like an outdoor venue. I've seen images of this. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But I didn't understand how it works. It's an outdoor venue near the train station, so you kind of need that because you, you just the noise pollution would mean that it doesn't work. But like, yeah, I mean, I did it like four times, and like the first three, great. Like you know, just like a regular show, pretty much. Like you look dumb, but other than that, and then like this th- this fourth one, oh my god, I I don't even know what happened. Like so. Y- they can only hear you through the headset, but can you hear their laugh? You're, yeah, you're yeah, hearing yeah, their yeah. laughs. Because okay. like, you know, there's enough of them. It's usually like it's 80, 80, 100 people, whatever. Yeah. Like you can see it's going well. You can also just see them. Yeah. Like, you know, just, and this, yeah, I just, I was, I was killing it. Like just like, like normal. I used to get the weight staff to bring me a tiny VB. So I looked enormous. You know? It was like a little VB stubby, like a 200 mil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they bring Throw it out downs. and I'd hold it and it was real fun. Yeah. And 
then like yeah i was killing and they bring it out and i'm like man and i just like make some joke i think it was like something either some kind of combination about like colonization or like the 9-11 thing about covid like whatever and they just went dead well that was that recent i you told me the story and i imagine this was years ago where you're in the wearing one half a tracksuit <laughs> no. <laughs> no this is recent this, this is full tracksuit this, this is the tracksuit era, the tracksuit era. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and just like straight up like man just just you could hear a pin drop and i was like trying to backpedal and like find anything like old material that's like so uncontroversial pivot into this thing like because you can't really work them as a crowd because mm. they've got the headphones in yeah so you can't really dive in and address the fact they're not laughing and I had to do like 15. I think I started bombing like four minutes in. Oh, no. So it was just like 11 minutes of just me just like, and they're like, nah, mate, fucking we hate you. Like, oh, God. We hate you. <laughs> and I still remember because like that was like one of the first times I kind of talked to Lawrence Mooney and he just came up to me as I walked off stage and just kind of gave me a pat on the shoulder. And he was like, mate, you look like a batsman who got out and couldn't figure out how. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, they found the edge and you're like, how the fuck? Like, just like, yeah, fucking the gadding ball. I'm just there like, but it landed there. How yeah. could it hit there? Like, yeah. Oh. There's definitely something that happens when you bomb and you've got a little bit of, ex- when you're not like an open mic, you've got a bit of experience under your belt and just the kind of, how flummoxed you are by what's happening just makes them hate you even more. <laughs> that you're confused this isn't going well and they're like, well, of course it's not going well, you suck. Like, no, I don't always though. Yeah, this actually went really well in this exact setting three nights ago. So yeah. maybe you suck. <laughs> exactly. So people got the headsets on so they can't hear other people, but they could, were they looking around like, you know, like, look, <laughs> just I like, take the headsets off. Like, this guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like texting each other. Yeah. <laughs> not laughing, I'm not laughing. Are you hearing any laughs? Are your headphones, are your headphones working? Because mine, yeah, no, no laughs in here. <laughs> Nothing funny in these ones. Uh, these guys get triple M. <laughs> Yeah, can I, I blue this to my phone? <laughs> Dude, it was like, it was just one of those. It just, yeah, just I like walked off stage, like shaking, just shaking, just baffled. Like, just baffled how it had gone that badly. Like, hey, you cannot laugh at me. I can bomb. That's all fine. But just like, just the, the turn from like killing to silence and <laughs> just maintain that silence throughout. God, I was consistent. I was talking to a work colleague of mine who used to go to a mic in hand a lot back yeah. in like the early, like, you know, mm. 10. Apparently he and his wife on their third date both got mugged and rolled by guys walking home from the Glebe Hotel or from the front in hand. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he used to go all the time. He was like, it cemented our relationship. That mugging was really the reason <laughs> that we're still together this day. He told this story about seeing, he talked about how the mic in hand was just like both ends of the spectrum. You'd see something amazing and then you'd see something just absolutely deplorable on the same mm. night, one after the next. And he saw this guy go up and just eat shit for seven minutes and no one's laughing and everyone's uncomfortable and he walks and he was like standing at the bar at the end. This guy comes off stage and he goes, and his girlfriend's at the bar and the girlfriend goes, that was so great. <laughs> oh, that doesn't help, does it? It's just the worst way to respond. <laughs> what you, like that? I mean, is it? I'd take that over Mary just being like, oof. You don't think so? You don't think the shared like, oof, that was that must have been tough, huh? Hey? I'd want them calling it like it like, like it was. You, you don't know? want any bedside manner. No. no. And like, tell me how it is. Tell me yeah. how it is. Tell me how long I got, Doc. Wait, but didn't you have like a great one from Beatty like in Brisbane or something? Oh yeah, what was that one? Well, that's fuck, I forgot about this. This, this is this is Tom being like, yeah, tell me how it is, and this is going to be a story that proves sometimes <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of finesse. <laughs> um, tell me. Okay, so the first gig I did, I think this might be the first interstate gig I did. I was in Brisbane. My fiance Beatty, her family are from Brisbane. Yeah. So we were at Good. We were. Uh, I got a spot at Good Chat. We were there just visiting her family. I got a spot on the weekend or whatever. It might have even been like a Thursday. Anyway, so we went, BD, myself, and her mum. And I uh, I got up. first time or, I Already it. just showing your inexperience as a I comedian. Know. And BD had seen you do comedy. Oh, yeah, a fair bit. Like fair we, bit. Yeah. Okay. So she okayed it. She yeah, was she like, this will be it. fine. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's not too bad then. Sorry, I'll take it back, please. So I'm doing, I think I was doing seven or 10, and it went. Had like, there been any context setting with the in laws about the style of comedy that you she do? She must have been vaguely aware. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But I mean, also, like, this was a while ago. It was a, f- it was a bit more. It was. Way more blue, I think, like and like kind of sexual in like kind of like Jimmy Carr, sort of yeah. I mean, but like you've seen how Tom is off stage. So I feel like sensual. I feel like it prepares you for what it's going to be on stage. This guy hates women, right? <laughs> Have you seen his color coded bookshelf? How many books by a fucking? 
Uh, <laughs> my bookshelf is just the game over and over yeah. again. <laughs> That's what I had in my head. <laughs> Neil Strauss. Yeah. It's the first edition, second edition, just third edition. Of different colours. <laughs> I just found I was making so many notes and it was getting hard to read. <laughs> All right, so tell us about this bomb. So it wasn't, it wasn't even a bomb. It was like fine. It was yep. totally fine and no better than fine. Like yep. I just kind of, I started all right and then just never quite lost them but never really got them. And we're walking away and I just remember because it was the first time I'd done it at Good Chat. I wanted to do well. I wanted to be able to know I'd get booked again. And we're walking away and I'm like, oh, it's just like, it went okay, but it didn't go great. And then Biddy goes, yeah, but yours isn't really the comedy that gets big laughs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was so fucking angry. What an absolute missile. Oh my God. Wow. Isn't it so uh, good? Yeah, yeah. That's the kind of comedy that does get big laughs. Comments <laughs> <laughs> uh, like that. Pow, gotcha. Deep yeah, in the soul. Okay, you remember well, that forever. Now my mind's, now I'm conflicted about whether you want uh, someone to lie to you, your partner to lie to you, or to be too brutally honest. I think somewhere <laughs> somewhere in the middle. Oh, man. I, yeah, Mary's got me some great ones. Like coming out after bombing like a work in progress to like 11 people in a huge room. And then she's just like, man, you don't have a lot of new stuff, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, over time. Mary's just seen so much now. I think she's generally just kind of like, just suck it up, Dan. Like, (laughs) you're going to do another fucking gig tomorrow and it's going to go middling. (laughs) You'll be fine. That's the pep talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, it'll be okay. Uh, Oh, man. It really, really did kill me. Wait, sorry. We've been fucking heavy heavy on the comedy here. I got to, I got to, speaking of, segue, uh, speaking of, uh, you know, women saying things that hurt your feelings. Check out this thing my mum did. <laughs> Talk to me. <laughs> We're back in soft cock corner already. <laughs> hey, you didn't bring a soft cock near my mum. Hard dicks only. <laughs> Piece of shit. She's unwell. Just out of respect. Jesus Christ, Tom. We're going to be having words after this. Written, written by your fiance. Because they're the meanest ones. Um, so, yeah, we... Uh, I, I, I was being in hospital. She's fine. Uh, but... She needed to give me her friend's number to like text them and let them know like where she's at, when they can visit, all that kind of stuff. So she was like, oh, yeah, can you just send that? Like, Can you just copy her number down? And I'm like, hey, mom, it's 2023. I'm just going to share the contact with myself, send it to myself via, via text. So I went to my mom's phone and I'm like, I went to type in my name and I found out that in my mom's phone, my name is Daniel Muggleton. <laughs> I'm her only child. I'm it. That's tough. I'm the only... Daniel, she full named me. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of great Daniels out there, isn't there? <laughs> I don't think there are any other Daniels in the phone. No I'm Daniels just like, in the family? Yeah, and like, get, like, look, it's not, it's not just this. The full naming hurts a lot. But then also, I do know this about her. In her password for her email, she put the dog's name first. <laughs> Wait, dog's name then Daniel? Yeah. Muggleson? No, just Dan. <laughs> short for, don't hack my mum's email. <laughs> You're never going to find out my dog's name. <laughs> Come on, the dog first. Full name. Full name is hurtful. Come on, you guys aren't giving me anything on this. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm on your side. I also, um, so I'm just trying to picture her getting, uh, being in a conversation with a friend and the phone rings. She's like, I've got to take this. It's Daniel Muggleson. <laughs> <laughs> I think she knows who I, like, you know, I'm sure in company it says son or some shit. Like offspring or whatever. But like, just full name. Full name. What, what, like, all right. so your mum's talking about you in conversation to her friends. Just, did I tell you what uh, Daniel um, uh, Muggleton did? <laughs> 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 who, who visited today? Oh, Daniel Muggleton came through. <laughs> Fucking hell. But yeah, like, come on. It is unacceptable, And they're like, right? oh, what, Leo Muggleton's boy. <laughs> <laughs> How's he doing? <laughs> But like no, for real. Like, if you're gonna have anyone on the phone just as Daniel, it should be you. But it, just as it, Daniel. Are you Dan or Daniel to your mum? I'm darling. Darling. Even well, more hurtful. Evidently not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> darling Muggleton. I'll take that. <laughs> darling Muggleton. Daniel Darling Muggleton is a good shit boxer's name. <laughs> did, did, so did you ask her about it? Yeah, I was like, what, what's with this? And she's like, oh, I don't know. Like, what else would you be? And I'm like, son. It's uh, the son's weird. Well, in my in my phone, she's mummy dearest. That's what she's in my phone. I as. think that's weirder than uh, <laughs> than you being in her phone as Daniel Muggleton. What? What? what what's your mum in your phone as? Mum. Yeah. Well, mum. What about dad? Dad. dad. 
<laughs> you see? But isn't your, da- your dad's Leo in your phone, isn't he? Oh, he's dad. Oh, is he? Yeah, I, mean, I wanted to show mum she's the favourite. Yeah. <laughs> Mummy dearest. <laughs> Mummy. <laughs> I wanted to put a bit of, bit of heat on that. What's Mary? Mary's got a funny name in your phone as well. Yeah, Mary's in my phone is Mary Luxury White Face Tom. <laughs> Luxury white face. Yeah, she's got a luxury white face. Okay. You haven't uh, seen her face. Uh, it's uh, luxurious and it's white. <laughs> luxury white face time. I'm not disputing that. Just of all the things that could be in the middle of her name uh, for your wife. Um, yeah, but this is what it's been from the beginning. That's never changed. Okay. Because right. like, because I was always like... You Are know, you hinting at some kind of cum shot joke? Is that what... <laughs> no. No. Because I think that would be really <laughs> off base if you were to do that. We're talking true. about my mum here. <laughs> oh, it's Mary... Like, Luxury white face. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So no, nah, what? No, nah, just because I always, I always thought with Mary's head, like if someone in the royal family married someone who wasn't a royal, mm. and Mary's face popped up, you'd be like, that makes sense. Mm. That's what I meant by luxury white face. I'm confused. She's just kind of got that luxury white head. But that the wh- what is she in the royal? Oh, okay. She's a Meghan Markle type. Well, no. <laughs> and that's been quite a point of contention in the old UK. Like a Kate Middleton, a Princess Mary. I mean, fucking Mary's right there, you know? Yeah. Like that kind of head. I want to know what other Marys you had in your phone when you first met Mary, if that's what you had to put in as luxury white what face. What other Marys I had in my phone? Are you, are you aware that I'm an Irish Catholic? Fucking heaps. And my entire family are Marys. My grandmother, Mary. My stepmother, well, ex-stepmother, Mary. My aunt, Mary. My okay. ex-stepmother's mother, Mary. So there was also there was also like a Mary average white face uh, and, and yet your Mary hook nose white face hook nose <laughs> and yet your mum only knows one Daniel <laughs> and still I'm just look Daniel luxury mustache face Muggleton well here's the thing because I did I did post about this thing being like how fucking brutal is this from mm. the old mother and people were like what do you want her to put you in as I think and that's I'm a like, fair question I don't know yeah mm. I don't like. Darling, my darling boy, (laughs) big dick Danny Muggs. (laughs) What do we got? I think darling Dan or Daniel are all acceptable. Daniel Muggleton's too much. Daniel Muggleton's too much. Overly formal for your own blood. Is your mum like, uh, is she kind of OCD in that way? Of like, does she like everything set out really neatly? Does she like consistency? I get that thing of like, I don't want to have Daniel Taylor, Daniel Andrew, Daniel, uh, Daniel. De- right, you know, I, I I want consistency throughout. I can see that. Okay, says the man who organises bookshelf by colour. Yeah. I'm, I'm never going to let you live that down. That is an atrocious <laughs> move. That's such a Pinterest reading level. Um, so no, like I, I get that, but no, she's not like that. But this is this is the problem, gentlemen. And I'm I'm slightly worried here because my mom doesn't know how to use technology at all. Like mm-hmm. when she moved into her like house, like she was always renting and she like finally got a place. When she moved in, I was like, "Mom, would you like me to set up the internet here for you?" And she's like, "No, no, no, I've already got the internet." And I'm like, <laughs> "I get well, it on my phone?" Yeah. Like my mom's like, "But I I can see Google. Like I've got the internet." And I'm like, "Mom, that's data on your f- not important." <laughs> so, there is a chance that I've put my name in as Daniel Muggleton <laughs> oh. in the past, forgotten and then been offended by it. Oh, yeah. Because I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know if she'd be able to type it all. Like, she's not how to send gifts now. She does, like, you know, Tom and Jerry dancing every now and again and she sends me a virtual hug occasionally. This is why I don't deserve my full name. She loves me. <laughs> Give me something. I mean, Evidently, you don't think so. <laughs> and you have wasted. Subconsciously. <laughs> It does feed into the whole control freak thing, right? I'm like, Mum, I'll put my name in your phone. <laughs> and then I'll get offended by it years later. Years later when I've forgotten. <laughs> Who would have thought drinking affects the old memory? <laughs> my dad is overly formal in, in weird ways. Like uh, he will send me letters, uh, not anymore, like when I was living out of home before uh, things. Sorry, went. we're all thinking in prison, right? Like everybody's. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like when I was living in like Surrey Hills or send Bondi. Uh, he would That's send awesome. me he would send me letters with cutouts of articles from the newspaper and be like, "Hey Andrew, we had a conversation." Uh, we'll say, "Dear son, you know, I remember us talking about helicopters, and here's an article about helicopters that I thought may be of interest. That kind of stuff." Wow. Yeah. He's done the old analog email. And I'm like, <laughs> he's done the forward. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure that that article was available online. Like he could have, <laughs> <laughs> he could have emailed you, me. Sends you a crossword. He's like, "Hey Andrew, I don't want to give nine a cross away." <laughs> 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 but I think you'll enjoy it, dude. That's like that's a, that's kind of nice. I it's, like it's, it's, it's very sweet. But what it's was like, your name on the letter? Was it Andrew Hamilton? 
Uh, it would be de- it would have been dear son. It was oh, dear oh, son. Yeah, dear son. It was oh. Daniel Big Dick Mugs for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew and I were living together at the time. <laughs> what him and his what me and his dad had was special. <laughs> as, as a uh, as a, a slight segue, uh, I had a very very short story I wanted to share. I called up a pizza place recently mm-hmm. on my way home from a gig the other night, and that's one of those pizza places. All of the names, the menu items are in Italian, and there are words. Where I'm like, I don't know. I'm gonna just take a punt at this. And I was like, called up. I was like, Hey, can I get the the uh, the v- Veneto pizza and he's like what and I'm like the 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 v- v- Veneto is like oh the Veneto pizza I'm like yeah yeah great he's like what's your name I'm like Tom and he goes come <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is about the Veneto thing isn't it <laughs> two could play this game <laughs> yeah. come come uh, how was the pizza it's delicious it's fantastic salty <laughs> I don't remember mayonnaise being on the receipt. <laughs> Extra cum. <laughs> the old stuffed crust, huh? <laughs> Thomas calling up Pizza Hut, being like, can I get the Veneto? And they're like, it's pronounced Hawaiian. <laughs> what are we doing here? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what I know. I want get, to get into I would like to know what people are in their parents' phone as. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think surely like, like sun is a bit much, isn't it? I can't close the door on this. I think I'm just first name. I think I'm just Thomas. Just Thomas. Thomas. Because I'm, Tom- I'm Thomas to my parents. I'm not Tom to them. Okay. We're not quite there yet. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day. One day. I'm just Andrew. Just Andrew? Just Andrew. But you guys have siblings as well. Yes. Yep. And they're all just one name. I got none. <laughs> yeah. I got none. Like what? Has she got? I wonder what my dad's in her phone is. Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Bastard Muggleton. Well, that could be anybody. <laughs> Yeah, fuck. Daniel Muggleton. Yeah. It did hurt. Yeah. A little bit. Not much. I think you've taken a bit of the sting out of it by also not being 100% sure you didn't do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it did only occur to me in this conversation. I'm like, fuck, surely she couldn't have typed that out in like 2019 when I got... No, when did I come back? 2020. No, 2019 when I got the number. Because she wouldn't know how to update the number. Mm. Maybe someone shared it with her. Yeah, that might make sense. Mm. Who would have it? I don't. I don't want to talk to my extended family. They don't get my details. <laughs> they want to see me. They got to come to a show. <laughs> hey, Dad. How are you going? Shh, shh, shh. I'm performing. <laughs> All right. Wait. Should we? Sorry. We've we've gone from softcock corner to full naming. Are you going to do the thing about the newcomer speech, or are you going to? Oh yeah, I can't. I mean, I, I don't know the speech. I know what it was going to be. So what? Well, do you really want to talk? You want to talk about it? You want to talk about your... yeah? Yeah. So well, I, I like this. Is such a Grass for glory. <laughs> so I could have won an award. I didn't, but I thought the speech was pretty good. Do you want to read it out? No, I didn't write it down. <laughs> so this was what four months ago. Yeah, yeah, it would have been about that. So, no, I did. Well, I think the the thing that I I was thinking about more broadly around it was what I thought the conversation could could get to. But so essentially, f- for Melbourne Comedy Festival, I, I got nominated for best newcomer. Tom came to the awards with me, and I That's had nice. I didn't and, know that. Um, Andrew's dad. And oh, I had this speech in my head that was going to be all about, you know, that only 18 months ago I was in a cold prison cell and dreamed about doing comedy and now I'm here and all this kind of mm. stuff. And there were going to be tears and it was going to, people were going to be in the room thinking, my God, this is the greatest acceptance speech I've ever heard. Sure. And then I didn't win. And so I never got to say that speech. It made me think about just... Who, who won? Uh, there was a dude named Aiden and his... Mate named Ike, I think his name. They were like a double uh, act, yeah, though, right? Yeah, they were a double act, musical mm. acts, and uh, they were great. Um, from what I'd seen, good, good speech. Would you have topped the speech? I would have smashed every speech. <laughs> I would have knocked that speech out of the park. But how many times people have gone to awards and had an amazing speech they've written, and then they just go home thinking, "Fuck, well, <laughs> society missed out today," the because what, yeah. that was going to be one of the most moving speeches of all time. Well, if, if your speech was so good, maybe you should have won. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you spent a little less time on your speech, a little more time on your show. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. <laughs> the world will never know, I don't think, what a, a Tom Whitcomb best man speech li- sounds like, despite the fact I've spent some time thinking about it. <laughs> You're not going to get pegged for best man, I don't, you don't think, think so. so. I'm I'm I've, I've rolled all my dice. I tried, oh, no. I tried to Google some uh, awards upsets sure. on Oscars to be like, well, who missed out on saying a really <laughs> great speech? And this was one. One of the biggest locks going to the 2021 Oscars appeared to be Chadwick Boseman would win oh. Best Actor. He tragically died from cancer mm. uh, the year before and was sweeping the season for his posthumous performance in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which I have not seen have not or seen. even heard of. But You can win an Oscar posthumously and he didn't, right? Correct. Yes. So. so it said, sure, Anthony Hopkins beat him at the BAFTAs for the father, but that seemed more like a case of Brits having a bias toward a Welsh actor who has literally been knighted by the Queen. Few seriously doubted that Bozeman would lose at the Oscars, especially not the telecast producers. In what turned out to be a disastrous move, they rearranged the show to announce Best Actor as the final category after Best Picture. It was highly unusual, and the hope was at the end of the night, a tearjoker speech with Bozeman's widow accepting the award. But it massively backfired when Hopkins won instead, and he wasn't there to accept the award. Nor did he zoom in, <laughs> as he wasn't even awake at the time. <laughs> at best, it was a bizarrely anticlimactic ending to the Oscars, and at worst, a cynical ploy to manufacture an emotional TV moment from a man's death that was borderline offensive. But at least it proved one thing for all. The producers truly don't know who the winners are beforehand. And so I was like, that's a pretty good example of um, someone having a speech in the pocket that never gets to be used. Yeah, I mean... That still wouldn't have been as good as the speech I was going to say <laughs> <laughs> at the Melbourne International Comedy Awards this year. <laughs> no, you are definitely the Mrs. Bozeman of the Australian comedy scene. <laughs> Dude, I just find that so funny. It's like, has there ever been more producers in a room than at the Oscars ceremony? Yeah. And they couldn't fucking nail it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine how awkward that went into the room? Yeah, this goes to Anthony Hopkins. And to accept the sp- and for his speech, have we got him on the line? No, we don't. That's the night. Good night. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I mean, there must be some great acceptance speeches out there that never got to. I mean, the, the, the one, because the, I, I was thinking when you said Oscars, it was going to be the moonlight. Oh, yeah. Like La La Land. La La Land. Yeah, mm. like the screw up between which one won. And like, did yeah. they get the speech going? No, because he wasn't it one of the guys from La La Land who broke the news. Didn't wasn't it was one of the guys who was were there to accept the the award for La La. Wait, it was it was Moonlight, right? And La La Land went to. Is that yes, right? I'm pretty sure Moonlight actually, actually won. won. And they how did they? Did anyone actually explain how that happened? It was the guy had the wrong envelope, uh, and he kind of handed. It was it was like an old envelope that had been handed to someone, which had the. La La Land winning like another category. Oh. Well, I think it might have been like the best actress or something. There's like this footage of like the guy who's like part of some like accounting firm, just like, you know, rubbing shoulders, getting selfies like with the envelope and just clearly not paying attention to his one fucking job. That's true. It's yeah. like a big four consulting firm. That's yeah, it's like KPMG or PWC yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of them. And it's just so funny. Like it's just like all these all this footage of him being like, yeah, mate, you know how it is. Got the envelope all good. And then he just hands the wrong one. Fucks it up. Fucks it. <laughs> got one job. Yeah, one job. And then yeah, Steve Harvey had to fucking try and save it. <laughs> was that was that no? He wasn't. That was a Steve Harvey. Was that Steve Harvey as well? No, he was Miss World, wasn't he? Oh yeah, Miss Universe. Miss Universe. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And like, surely Miss Universe, oh. that would be some of the great acceptance speeches that have been missed. Mm. I, I just like to, I, I like to picture in my head all these people from these awards go, driving home with like this part their partner just being like fuck it and win and like that speech I had in my pocket like it was gonna be. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> in the car? I'm like, do you want to hear it? The partner's like, no, <laughs> fucking spent, loser. I, I spent hours on this scene <laughs> and now no one's ever gonna hear it. You know, there's a few people that definitely would have just had to read it to someone just to get it off their chest. Do you, do you reckon anyone's just kind of, you know, repackaged it? 
just like, you know, it's like they're doing a best man speech and suddenly it's very much about their latest film project. (laughs) (laughs) The main character, Dave, uh, thank you so much. We could have done it without the support of the the guild, (laughs) by which I mean this lovely venue. I can just imagine me doing a speech at a funeral being like, there I was sitting in a cold prison cell (laughs) thinking about how I wanted to make people laugh. <laughs> I'd like to thank the Academy Hamiltons. <laughs> Did like so you you felt quite robbed in not doing the I didn't feel you, uh, robbed's a strong word. I just felt like I I, I Oh, you told me you felt robbed. Tom was there. You said to me straight afterwards. Tom was putting words in your mouth. I like broke a champagne glass in my hand, you know, <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck this shit." Uh, yeah, you said those two guys weren't fit to wash your prison overalls. <laughs> 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 was that in the speech? <laughs> what? What? Did you have any jokes in your hypothetical prison turn mm, comedian speech? Not that I recall. Oh. I mean, what a, what a great choice for a comedy award. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it'd be best if it was moving. <laughs> Do you have anything from it? You got, you got the opening line, the opening stanza. No, the, I can't remember it. Can't remember it? No. At all? You got nothing? Uh, just that it was a journey. Uh, <laughs> I knew it involved prison and laughs. <laughs> That, that also applies to your festival show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was many months ago and I have brain damage from drug abuse, so... Look, I'm, sure, I'm sure it was good, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was going to be... Uh, it was going to be talked about and even for if years it, to come. And even if it wasn't, you wouldn't remember because of all the brain damage from <laughs> drug abuse. <laughs> yeah. Andrew, you remember actually you gave that speech to me in the Uber? <laughs> <laughs> you practised on me. I said it was middling and then you lost. <laughs> So funny. I thought you just do it. Like, you know, I just thought. Just do it. <laughs> no, because like, all right, think about it. Sorry, now I'm actually getting into this. So like, you, you've you got the speech. You're practicing it to someone. Like, surely. I didn't practice time. it to anyone. I was just I was just pacing in my hotel room, just thinking about it. You just had yeah. the line. You had lines ready. You had like the, the I'm going to hit this thing. I'm going to hit that thing. Yeah. I know that. I know that feeling. Yeah. But then like, did you, like, I would have thought, all right, let's just go Oscars again. Like, so you're like in the thing for best picture. Like, you know, and you don't win. And then you like, you go back to the table. Like, maybe you get, like, a little thing, like a table by the bar later. And you're like, guys, this is what I would have said yeah. had we won. Because I want you guys to know what a, you know, how proud I am of you. What a stunning achievement from me. <laughs> Without my money, this film never would have been made. Producing shit's really hard. All right. Anyway, Ben Affleck, good directing, dickhead. You'll never be Matt Damon. Uh, all right, next. And the writers, you don't deserve anything. This is a streamer. Fuck off. <laughs> Anyway, what about me, folks? <laughs> Pretty good stuff. Yes, that's, that, that, that would have been the gist of it. Is how I'm <laughs> thanking, vibe. you know, thanking my mother to coming to my first open mic night because I wasn't allowed out of the house um, because of my bowel conditions. Mm. Um, but how that was really a minor role in my overall success. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd like to uh, thank the judge for lenient sentencing. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll be giving the speech in three years' time. Three to five. Yeah. <laughs> in three. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it's, it's uh, it kind of sad. I think it is kind of sad you get to give your speech. Well, this happens around the world all the time, right? People write speeches that they never tell anyone. Mm. And it's a wasted opportunity. I think there needs to be some kind of platform for these people just to be able to <laughs> <laughs> say their shit speech. That's so funny. That would be like, is that what speakers' guilds are? Like you just go in with your speech that you wanted to say and there's like all these other dickheads are just waiting in line. You're like, Let, let's hear my one. Like to- Toastmasters. Oh, yeah. Because Toastmasters oh, is an actual thing. Fuck, I don't yeah. know who they are or what they do. I just think, I always just think it's just going to be like, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> are they practicing the tap? <laughs> the tap the <laughs> is it a public speaking course? What is what is it? I yeah, don't know. Like, like mm. I've, I've met someone who like, because you do like people are like oh you do comedy like I'm actually a toastmaster and it's like yeah all right things that aren't the same <laughs> <laughs> good one cunt <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to ding a mug it's not working <laughs> I didn't do the toastmasters <laughs> beginners workshop you're gonna want to avoid ceramics folks get on the you're glass you're gonna get the ding right <laughs> you're gonna want to hit glass with metal preferably a flute <laughs> I've I've written. The uh, pilot read for Andrew Hamilton this week. The ad read? Pilot Men's Health? The Pilot Men's Health read. Prescription medicine over the internet. <laughs> Pilot.com.au. Right, you, you ready? 
So Tom's written one for Andrew this week. Any context you want to give it, Tom? No, he's given all the context it needs. Perfect. <laughs> Hi there, floggers. 2023 Melbourne International Comedy Festival Best Newcomer nominee, Andrew Hamilton here. <laughs> Everybody wants to be a best newcomer. But there's no such thing as a best first comer. <laughs> That's why I use Pilot. With Pilot... I never newcome too soon. <laughs> I only newcome when I'm ready to newcome and not a second earlier. But Andrew, what if I worried about not newcoming at all, like Dan and Tom? Not to worry, my friend. Pilot's got you covered there too. With Pilot, you can guarantee you'll newcome every single time, even without an award-worthy hour-long debut festival show. Take it from me, Andrew Hamilton. Because whether it's a night with a beautiful lady or the 2023 Melbourne International Comedy Festival Best Newcomer Award, I always come second. <laughs> well done. Visit pilot.com.au. <laughs> Thank you. That's you can, great. You can, you can only imagine how moving that would be from uh, Chadwick Boseman's widow. <laughs> uh, we might cut that. <laughs> I had it lined up for so long and I'm like, this is mean. This is mean spirited. <laughs> speaking of speaking of airplane noise, wait, did you have something? I had a thing. You had a thing. Tom had a thing. I like it when Tom has a thing. Um, uh, so I had a, I had a dilemma recently. I wanted to know how you guys would have dealt with this situation. Sure. So uh, I uh, I recently lost a water bottle. Um, Andrew, you write books. Is you this know, one of these wanky, over like really expensive water bottles? No, it was given to me by my work. Okay. Oh, I was uh, part of the corporate package. Part of the corporate Instead package. Instead of a raise, did you get a keep cup too? Does it have its logo on there? You got a tote bag? Got a little book on efficiency by some by some cunt from tech in Silicon Valley? You bet you do. Is it one of those big steel ones with the screw top? Yes, it yeah, is. God. Keeps things cold. It's Keeps it's, things hot too. Keeps oh, it hot too. It's good. It's, it's good. It's such a pretentious vessel these days. Uh People spend like $80 on these water bottles. It's We've, we've gone mad. I mean, I think that Tom's one is the most modest yeah, of the water bottles. If you get it for free for your company, I, I'm it's, on board. It's not the Frank Green. It's not the Frank Green water bottle. Well, we got a Frank Green upstairs because Mary wanted a Frank Green. You know what she wants now? She wants a fucking Stanley. She wants a Stanley Cup. You know how heavy those cunts are? <laughs> Just, That's a hockey trophy. Um, <laughs> why does nobody know sports but me? Uh, um, yeah, she wants a Stanley. That's like a new one. Like that's like a like it's got a thin base, it's got a big handle, and she's like, I'm gonna pre-order it to America, pick more it up when I visit than, my brother. More expensive than the Frank Green? Fuck yeah, dude! Oh, I think it's like I think it's like eighty bucks. Yeah, right. like literally eighty bucks, maybe sixty. And she wants it in purple. Why? <laughs> What's wrong with purple? I don't know. It's just indiscreet. It's the only tracksuit color you don't own is that the issue? <laughs> I got it. No, I don't have a purple. Can I get it in Dan Muggleson red, please? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That'll be that'll be my great day when I move my mum's phone is Dan Muggleson red. Yeah, it's like Eve's Klein blue. <laughs> you can get your house painted up. Chulux. <laughs> Chulux <laughs> color wheel. So I got yellow. We got blue. We got Dan Muggleson red. red. Yeah. Yeah, you got one of the primaries somehow. I don't know. His dad must know someone. I got a- Andrew Hamilton. Orange, it's from the tanning years. <laughs> or the prison green. The prison and you've got green. a Tom Whitcomb white. <laughs> it doesn't like being next to other colours. <laughs> uh, all right, tell us about your shit water bottle. So it's, no, it's a good water bottle. It's a good water bottle. What colour yeah. is it? It's, it's black. It's black, it's with, black. with white lettering uh, for, your, yes. for your advertising agency? Sure is, yeah. you think it's fashionable? <laughs> you fucking dog cunts. There's a lot of minimal space on there. God, I hate everything. <laughs> Uh, look right at my bookshelf, but only one part of it. <laughs> <laughs> Next to the game three times. Sorry, we're derailing your story, but I'm having a lot of fun. Uh, so uh, I, uh, I used to, I take this water bottle pretty much exclusively to the gym. Yeah. Or sometimes uh, we back, get it. You go to the gym. Go Sorry, to the gym. just I've got to let you tell the story. <laughs> I go, or or uh, or I take it back home to to wash it. And I was just like, I lost it. Couldn't find it. And I thought, I'd check mm-hmm. my gym, check the gym lost property. The gym is pretty small. Like, the gym is one of these, like, it's like a class-based thing. So there's only it's cro- a it's maximum. Crossfit, Tom. It's not CrossFit. It's, it's CrossFit. Kind of like, it's like CrossFit, but it's not CrossFit. Do, do they, like, give different workouts each day and you got to do reps and you all wear singlets and you high-five after? <laughs> is, there a, is there a wad workout of there the day? There is not a wad. There's no wad? There is not a wad. There are a lot of singlets. <laughs> what do you know about this? <laughs> What's, is every, every other flog going to the gym but me? <laughs> Should I eat to grow? <laughs> do only plants grow naturally? Sorry. One of my favorite parts on tour with you is watching you go to those fitness playgrounds outside and try to do push-ups. So one time after spending time with you and only talking about comedy, I'm like, now we're in my playground. <laughs> How many push-ups are you crunching out? 
I'll do another sort of rep to 15. <laughs> might, do a, might do a few few sets. That's the terminology. <laughs> sure I, went, I, I went, you well. What a fraud. I, I went to a fucking fitness playground earlier today. I'm upset. <laughs> That's why I'm wearing my, my training sneakers. <laughs> I, I, I take the bottle pretty much exclusively at the gym. The gym only has really like 20 to 30 people in it at any time. And mm-hmm. we're all doing the same thing, right? So it's not like... Sounds like a workout of the day. It's either that or what, F45? Or it's not F45. Okay. It's, called, it's called Virtus. Okay. But there's no I in it. It's like subtract the. D- you know how there was a thing for a while where they just take the vowels out of things. Like that's a brand. Yeah, I'm aware of Polish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Croatian's probably a better joke for that. But go on, they're all the same, <laughs> according to the Iron Curtain. <laughs> Do go on. You sure? He's yeah, sure. I'm. G- I look. I'll shut up. <laughs> I don't have a coffee. You. I'm fucking wired. I'm ready to go. We're going to need a single standalone pod just for this story. Uh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> a podcast of the day. <laughs> Welcome to Wad Cabin. <laughs> uh, we're having fun. <laughs> I, uh, I, I can't find the water bottle. I'm yes. like, I checked the lost and found at the gym. Mm-hmm. I look in all the corners, can't find it anywhere. I, a week later, I'm at the gym, I'm in the corner, I'm halfway through the, the assigned workouts, which are not called Watts, and <laughs> I see in the corner of my eye, like, is that my bottle? And I see, and it's in the corner, and it's got this big shiny sticker across the front of it, oh. but it's 100% my bottle. I walk over, I have a look at it. It's got like, it's it's the it's the company that I work for. The company's only got like 150 people in it. It's mm. old. Like it's not someone who's just started working there and I've never seen them before. Uh, and I've never seen a bottle like this outside of my office. And so I, I, I'm like, all right, maybe someone's taken it. I left it where I found it. I went back to where I was. And eventually some girl has come back and started drinking from it. So she has taken my bottle. She stole your water bottle. She stole my water bottle. Put a I sticker branded, on it. I put a sticker on it and thought that would trick me. Mm-hmm. Not happening. I, 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 know, I know. What should I have done in that situation? Um, thrown a dumbbell at her? I don't know. Um, <laughs> here's an important question. <laughs> How- spoken like a man who's only ever working out in prison. <laughs> no, they don't have dumbbells in prison. It's all, you got to keep throwing. Yeah, you got to use uh, sandbags or bags of water for your workouts. But You're going to bring um, your own water? <laughs> Was she hot? God, I spoken like the only single person on this podcast. <laughs> Is she a hot entitled chick that saw the water bottle and thought, you know, I'm just going to put a sticker on this and I'm going to make it. Was mine. the sticker a Union Jack? <laughs> Why do you think if she was British? Because <laughs> there's president <laughs> <laughs> on the black water bottle. <laughs> yeah, put a Union Jack on there. It's I guess it's part of the Commonwealth yeah, now. Yeah, this is bottle nullius. I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, was she hot? She, uh, she, she, her, her looks have no stakes in this story. But she works out at a gym called Virtus. You got to assume. Mm. Mm. Is it in Bondi? It is in Bondi. Yeah. Well, all right. She's hot. Yeah. Yeah. I would have just gone up and just said, "Hey, where did you get that water bottle from?" You would have gone straight. You would have gone straight to interrogating. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have. I mean, I would have been friendly about it, but I just would have been oh, inquisitive. Is the way I would have been inquisitive. So not not accus- accusatory. Just. Yeah. Hey, that's an interesting water bottle. Yeah, like I, I had one. Used to have one looked, myself. Yeah, I had one that go missing from here that looked identical to that. So I just wondering. But you wouldn't know anything about that, would you? <laughs> <laughs> what so, would you do? So, like, all right. bring you in to do good cop, bad cop with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like. I think you could go in and be like, "Hey, like that's so crazy. I work for the same company. Where do you work?" Because, you know, the water bottle's got the company logo on it. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen you in the office. On, was the company yeah. logo covered by the now sticker? Yep. Okay. Completely covered. Not, com- not well covered, but, like, that was the intention, I believe. Okay. Mm. So you think she's quite, like, you know, she's stolen this. I, I, I don't know why you would put a sticker on it otherwise. Yeah. Because it makes it look pretty, Tom. <laughs> you think so? Chicks like stickers. <laughs> Chicks like stickers. I think she's covering up for and crime. And bottles. And bottles. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, clearly covering up the crime. Mm. It's really funny, like, if you... Like, this is just such, like, a middle-slash-upper-middle-class dilemma. But if you turn this into uh, a bike instead of a water <laughs> bottle, you'd be like, oh, this is an accessible anecdote. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's relating to this one. My expensive water bottle got stolen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, all right, so what would you do? I think you just... I think, I think you have to be, like... You've got to have a conversation. Yeah, because like it's very specifically your water bottle. So you reckon, con- you, you both reckon confront. You both reckon. Not like confront, not like, where'd you get the water bottle? 
Like, you know, ooh, just I'm a bit a... thirsty. What about that? You know, like, mm. I think just, yeah, just be able to be like, hey, I, I left my water bottle at the gym. Is that yeah. it? Yeah, do you happen to pick one up? Yeah. Like, it's all good. Like, I get it. People leave water bottles around. I just mm. like it back. So what'd you do? I waited until she went to the bathroom and took it. <laughs> <laughs> you stole it. Yeah. You stole your water bottle back? I saw how much she was drinking. She was going to have to use the bathroom soon. And I don't know how much the bottle holds. And then... You took the sticker off and it was like actually like a slightly different logo to the one that's from your company. <laughs> yeah, I've got to find that sticker again now. <laughs> so you took it. But took now it. you can't take the water bottle to the gym. I know I can. It's definitely the funnier option to just steal it. And <laughs> just this is a comedy podcast after all, Andrew. But so I, I feel like there's something in my bones that tells me this is not the end of the story. I think no. there's gonna be there's gonna be an, a part two to this. Maybe not tomorrow. Maybe not next week, but one of these wads. There's going to be a sequel to this story. <laughs> if you're listening, feel free to email us or DM uh, and let us know. How would you have handled this situation? Yeah. Would you go the cowardly route <laughs> of Tom Whipkin? <laughs> or would you take the heroic route and throw a dumbbell at him? <laughs> I think Andrew is being facetious, or at least I hope so. Not really. <laughs> When I when I was in I was on a top deck tour when I was eighteen through Europe and uh, we had one night quite early on in the trip where we split, stayed in a place called Carcassonne which I think is in France kind of like near the Spanish border I think but it's mm. like this tiny little kind of citadel really cute bed and breakfast style town yeah. and there was just like forty drunk horny Australians <laughs> on a bus three days into this trip. Like we're either side of like Barcelona and then Paris and we're in this like tiny little thing. And uh, basically we went out and there was very little for us to do, but mm. everyone was very drunk. And one of the things this town had a lot of was that kind of like European crepe stations. Oh yeah. Uh, like fresh dessert crepes and stuff. And so this big this group of us who had gone out ended up stealing a kilo jar of Nutella. Like this massive, oh. sizey head thing of Nutella. We were back at the hostel and people were like dunking their whole heads in it. There I was, was going to say, this is going to make a mess. Nutella <laughs> all over the walls. And all over Guys, the dunking your heads in it. Think of the blackface. You can't be doing that. No good. <laughs> and then a different group from the same, like from the same bus, a different group of individuals, came, like six of them, came back to the hostel holding another kilo of Nutella. <laughs> Oh they had stolen completely unrelated. Just, just parallel thinking. <laughs> it's, it's amazing we have this reputation overseas. <laughs> Australians, they fucking love hazelnut spread. Crazy. Just imagine the, the the hotline at the police station. Just the phones ringing up. We've got another. we got another teller robbery. That's the seventh in the last hour. <laughs> Thank God they don't know about lemon and sugar. <laughs> So much easier to move. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. Did like you get in trouble at all? Or that is like, fuck it. Yeah, terrorists. it was one of those things like police cat, they were very unimpressed. Our top deck leaders hated us. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. We had a <laughs> obviously uh in prison, stealing is a big thing, right? Because if you what? get caught, there's huge consequences. <laughs> get out of here. Yeah. But you'd have common area fridges where guys would put the cans of soft drink. <laughs> Are you kidding? And like in the would, office, like with a little and they, sticker. They'd put like a piece of paper, wrap it around it with their name on it, and it would uh, sometimes it would say, "So like, touch this, and you're dead, dogs," and like, <laughs> you know, amazing things like that. And I remember one day we we're all standing outside of our cells in Park Lee doing the head count, and so it would be like what three in the afternoon, and one of the boys just yells out, "Like, fellas, uh, if you open the fridge, uh, don't don't touch anything that's not yours. All right, we can't have stealing in here, guys. Uh, it's just not cool." And then uh, everyone started nodding. And then one guy goes, if I catch you, I'll fucking put your hand in the fucking door here and break it off, you fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone just loses it laughing. As like the screws, the prison guys like, Jeffrey, you can't be talking like that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> just, you're you're so, like in your head, don't take Jeffrey's food. <laughs> <laughs> just, it was so funny after this guy liked her to be so calm and like friendly with the pep talk. Like, this is not a cool thing. And then the other guy has just gone the complete opposite end of the spectrum. Threats. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> and I'm on board with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You hear a lot about uh, guys getting hands broken, you know, just from from minor th petty theft. Right, they take a little bit of eye, eye for an eye approach. Absolutely. in prison. Yeah, not a re restorative justice. <laughs> no, no, that's the way it is, and I oh. think it's fairer. <laughs> <laughs> it's quicker. <laughs> That'd be really funny. So, like, restorative justice for you would just be like people 
what you you buy a lot of mushrooms from people. <laughs> yeah. So you've been selling a lot, mate. Now you got to buy some. Yeah, open your mouth. You got to eat some mushrooms. <laughs> Just like now you got to smoke the whole pack. And you're like, no, I don't want to know myself that much. <laughs> Uh, I've got a story about Jared Butler I can talk about if if you want to go down that rabbit hole. Uh, I was at a pub in Paddington called The Royal and... Another celebrity tale from you. Yeah. <laughs> you, got, you got more celebrity tales than most, though, Phil. I got a couple up the sleeves, don't you worry. And so Jared Butler was there. I think we, we'd either heard whispers that he was upstairs or we'd seen him at some stage. But he was upstairs in, like, the restaurant part of the bar and he was there with, like, two hot chicks and we were downstairs playing pool... Was this in like 2012-ish? Like, it was the around right? the time that they were shooting the second point break. So it can't be that long ago. Uh, Is that what he's here filming? I can't, I can't believe I he don't know when the second point break <laughs> came out to give the story some context. Um, let's say... Because <laughs> no, like my mate was... Let's say around 2014, maybe 2015. Yeah, uh, my, my mate was definitely on the tune mm. with Jared Butler, like a, like a lady I went mm. to uni with. Mm. She, oh, okay. she, she was getting the text from Jared a bit. Maybe this is... So he was here to be... Point, point Break 2 came out in 2015. Okay. 11% so, on Rotten Tomatoes. Right, Oof. So the filming of it must have been, what, a year or two before that? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. around, yeah. Around uh, then. And he wasn't even in the movie in the end. He he was here to have meetings about being in the movie, but then he pulled out for I can't remember what the reasons were. Not the only thing he pulled out of <laughs> 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 I butchered the line. <laughs> Not the only thing he pulled out of filled out of in Sydney that year. Damn it. Uh. <laughs> I'm real upset with myself. Is that just about your friend? No, I just he was, he was fucking. It's Jared Butler. Well, He's doing all right. He wasn't wasn't banging those cheeks that night because... (laughs) Andrew (laughs) Hamilton was there. Enter Andrew Hamilton. (laughs) So people must have been hassling him for photos upstairs, Mm. right? Because a very famous dude at a pub in Paddington. And so at one point we're playing ball and he uh, just comes storming down the stairs. And then... He like looks back up and he goes, I'm going to try and do Jared Butler. But he goes, it'd be nice to get some time to myself for once. <laughs> Perfect Jared Butler. <laughs> Absolutely and then, spot on. And then we're like watching this guy have a blow up. This hugely famous person have a blow up. So we're like, Jerry, how about a photo? <laughs> and he's like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> and then this SUV comes st- like screaming around the corner. Uh, obviously he's got like a, a driver on like speed yeah, yeah. dial that just sits outside. Most famous people have like a driver just sitting there ready to go for an mm. emergency exit. And so he bailed in and drove off. And I just, we were just thinking like that poor man, you know, he's so famous and so rich and that's the kind of stuff that he has to go through on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> so wait. Sometimes I wonder whether not winning best newcomer was a blessing. <laughs> 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 You're sitting at the Melbourne Comedy Festival Awards, be like, I'm going to get an SUV guy. I'm gonna <laughs> Chicks are going to be hassling me <laughs> left and right. Just trying to just trying to hang out in a pub in Paddington. <laughs> Definitely not trying to pull. Just sit around having beers with my mates. Is it worth the fame and the wealth to be disturbed all the time? That's. I just like. <laughs> I just like you just seeing a celebrity losing it and immediately being like, let's pile on. Yeah. Yeah. It just it just felt right in the gut. Like, oh it just felt like the Australian way, you know, to be like, oh of course someone's having a meltdown, let's make it funnier. Yeah. Let's dive in. Hey Jerry <laughs> I, like, I loved you in point break one. And I think and I think at that point I'd like to think there was part of the when he went, Oh fuck off, that he at least some of him thought it was a bit funny, uh, <laughs> that we were stitching him up. Is that is that the first time you thought you might have comedic potential? <laughs> who would have who known that only 10 short years later you'd be losing best newcomer? <laughs> With one of the greatest speeches <laughs> ever memorised and then forgotten. Look, I mean, that, 
Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I was just like, we I'm could. so glad we didn't save that for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I would have come to the next one. I don't have to prepare anything. Oh, and yeah. it's got a sweet Gerard Butler He's story. He's going to carry us for half an hour <laughs> with the Jerry Butler story. Well, yeah. I thought yeah. I thought there was possibility for us to go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys ever met Jared Butler? <laughs> nope. <laughs> you ever fucked Jared Butler? Nope. All right. <laughs> End of the story. Let's well, because he is pissed off about it. I, I because of the that dumb comedy channel that I'm on. Yeah, mad. Yeah. Um, I dumb have comedy channel doing very well. That's doing very well. Take and, the compliment. And thank you. Thank you. I, I, I'm. I, that's not my complex. That's not my problem. <laughs> I just want to see how it's done by a pro. <laughs> Thanks, bro. And <laughs> do we fist so bump now? I, <laughs> I, I went to dinner with a mate. Yeah, on that's you can't take praise. You're planning concession speeches. <laughs> This whole thing's rigged. <laughs> she should go to jail. <laughs> I went to dinner with a mate on Tuesday uh, and we were at a pub in Chatswood mm. and about five people came up to say good day because of that, that channel. That's nice. And I was like, this is fine. I don't know what Jerry Butler's on about. <laughs> it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's probably more people who've watched Yeah Mad than Point Break 2. <laughs> Which he's also not in, so... <laughs> Good but, on you, Jared Butler. Really, um, really dodged that bullet. <laughs> but there is some. He has made some. I think he pulled out of that maybe to be in Geo Storm, which is I think worse. One of the greats, <laughs> Geo Storm. Really, yeah, he's fallen off a cliff a bit. I mean, I just <laughs> fallen off a cliff. That sounds like Point Break too. <laughs> I just can't wait to see Jared Butler versus Andrew Hamilton in Yeah Mad TV Don't Laugh contest. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a deer who can't see? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Look, I want to nickname this Jared Butler story 300 because it's about five minutes long. <laughs> uh, Look, well, yeah, if right. you enjoyed Sometimes it. I overplay my hand, don't I? <laughs> Look, you did great. <laughs> I'm really proud of you, man. Thanks, man. I really no. enjoy the compliments from you. Can't wait to put you in my phone as Darling Hamilton. <laughs> I'm going to think of a soft cock story for next week, though. <laughs> What is it called? Softcock Corner? Softcock soft Corner. corner. Mm. I like Softcock Corner. Maybe you can be about how you feel about how this story went. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I think sometimes when I try to tell stories, you just don't listen. Sometimes I get it wrong, boys. <laughs> I thought it was more interesting than it was. <laughs> uh, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Flog Cabin. Join us in the cabin next week for more enthralling celebrity encounters. <laughs> I got a lot more. I got a lot more. <laughs> Uh, yeah, any questions, email through at, oh, sorry. I was going to say at Flog Cabin. You can DM us. That's on Instagram. Yep. Mm-hmm. And what, what is it on TikTok? At Flog.Cabin. Put a fucking dot in there. Oh, we because we didn't get that right last week then. We just said it was Flog Cabin one word. Yeah, Not well, true. Not true. Dot, dot Cabin. I'll, I'll have to check it. The dot. If you do. I've looked up the dot. <laughs> is it? At Twitter, it's at Flog Cabin. We have a Twitter? Yeah, I've is made anyone, a Twitter. Does anyone do anything with that? For the overseas listeners. Yeah, okay. Uh, but yeah, do get in touch. Please leave us a five star review. We love that. Are we doing threads? Are we are we, are we threading? <laughs> I can't bring myself to thread. It's so embarrassing that it's on your Instagram profile. It's like, hey, hit me up on this platform we forgot about five days later. Check us out on Be Real. <laughs> Got some really good vines coming. <laughs> Thanks for joining us in the Flock Cabin. We hope you enjoyed all of our blab. Tune in next week. Maybe somebody gets jerked off. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 